We're starting to see some job postings that are saying, in so many words, unvaccinated need not apply. Is that legal? The answer will be on today's On the Merits. Hello, you're listening to On the Merits, the weekly news podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm your host, David Schultz. Well, you sort of had to see this one coming. With more and more employers implementing vaccine mandates for their current employees, people are now asking, how is this going to work for prospective employees? How aggressive can companies be if they want to weed out unvaccinated applicants from their hiring pool? That's what we're going to be exploring today with Bloomberg Law reporter Erin Mulvaney. She just recently wrote a story about how companies are already starting to do this and about some of the legal issues this could present. I started off by asking her whether it's legal for employers to require job applicants to disclose their vaccination statuses. Erin said, based on her reporting, yes. Well, actually, it was more like, yes? It is legal, by and large, for em- employers to consider vaccination status when hiring workers. And actually, a lot of companies are requiring vaccination status. So that has led a lot of job applicants to go ahead and tell, put on their resume, update their LinkedIn profiles and say, listen, I'm vaccinated. So that's hire me, (laughs) put me at the top of your application list. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. You know, if you on LinkedIn, you can say, you know, I know I'm really good at Excel and I have a master's degree and I'm vaccinated. Like that's a thing people are doing now. Absolutely. It is now a thing that job candidates are um, touting on their resumes and saying, put me ahead of everybody else. (laughs) And, And by and large, it's legal. I will have the caveats for you, of course, that our employment lawyers will advise. So I get the sense that it's generally legal for uh, employers to do that, but not in all cases. Can you get into some of those caveats? Yes. So I guess to start with simply a vaccine mandate itself has some caveats. An employer must consider some of the legal protections that workers have. For example, a worker could have an exemption under the Americans with Disabilities Act from getting a vaccine. And the employer would have to individually consider that accommodation request. And the same would be for under Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. There are protections for people who have sincerely held religious beliefs. And so those two caveats are the main uh, reasons that an employer, while they're allowed to have a vaccine mandate, would have to individually consider and balance whether or not that worker could have an accommodation for their either their disability or their sincerely held religious belief. Right. And that's what I really liked about your story that you wrote, um, is that it, it, a lot of employers are doing this. You spoke to hiring managers who are doing this, but it sounds like it does kind of pose some legal risk for an ADA suit or a civil rights suit. Um, what are the empl- the hiring managers who are doing this? What do they tell you about how they're they're assessing and trying to mitigate that risk? So some hiring managers did report, and actually there was an interesting survey um, from something called ResumeBuilder.com, um, and it was actually very interesting. They said that a third of hiring managers or simply weeding out candidates, you know, if you get hundreds and hundreds of applications and the candidate indicates they're vaccinated, then they think that solves one problem. 
that shows that they're serious about keeping the workplace safe. And that's what our priority is as a workplace. Um, and that really is the dilemma for um, the, per the hiring manager at this, at this stage, because there's this balance of wanting to keep the workplace safe, but you have to kind of consider the um, the legal rights of, of, of people applying. I would say that if you talk, I talked to several employment um, attorneys who advise um, companies on these these matters. And I think even absent this question, they would always say the less information you gather at the onset, the better. Well, let's get more into that um, because that was a big part of your story. It's not just about what information employers are getting from job applicants. It's about when they're getting it in the hiring process. Why is that? Why is it, uh, from a legal standpoint, better for an employer to ask about vaccination status later on than like right at the beginning of the job posting process? And I'll be clear, there are different schools of thought on this issue. Um, many employment lawyers, however, believe that gathering too much information is the problem at the onset. Say all things being equal, you have two resumes and one resume says vaccinated, one doesn't, and you eliminate that. But if you ask too many questions or you infer that they're, you don't really know the reason why this person isn't vaccinated, um, you could potentially be considering medical information, for example, under the ADA. And that would be problematic potentially. And, you know, I, I will add another caveat that it is very difficult to prove uh, hiring discrimination cases. Those are extremely difficult to prove for the worker. Uh, while they're difficult for the worker, though, getting more information during the process is what helps them build their case. The more proof you have on that end, the better for the worker's case. But it sounds like you were talking to some hiring managers who are just looking, you know, the first thing they look at at a resume is, is this person vaccinated? If they're not, stop reading, throw the resume in the trash. Like, uh, I mean, that I, I, that seems like uh, pretty risky from a legal standpoint, right? I think it absolutely jumped out at, jumped out at me that a third of managers, at least for this one survey, did report that. And I, I think that because it is legal to consider vaccine status. Some jobs really would be difficult to do without having the vaccine if there's a va vaccine mandate. And so from the employer's perspective, that would be something that is very crucial to that person doing their job effectively. The advice that I got from people I interviewed would be to not be so categorical about it. Why not give them the time to see if you can accommodate whatever the request is. A lot of things being baked in right now is if there really is a, a protected reason that you don't want to get the vaccine, not just maybe preference, which I think a lot of employers who are, have the mandates don't have a lot of sympathy for. Um, but if you give more time and later in the process, then you can consider whether maybe you could offer a COVID negative test for this individual or you know, some kind of accommodation like that. Um, it depends on the job, too. All these assessments are usually done on an individualized basis. Right. Like, I, I'm guessing the, you know, if there's a company, for example, like Twitter, you mentioned uh, that they have a vaccine mandate across the company now. I imagine they employ a lot of coders, you know, which would be a little bit easier to 
uh, have unvaccinated uh, employees who are coding, maybe working from home. Then Delta Airlines, where you have, you know, people working in airline, in actual airplanes uh, that are in closed spaces. The other thing I want to talk to you about, though, is that as we already talked about, people are putting this on their resume. You know, they say, I'm imagining like a resume that says their name and their contact information and then vaccinated like right below it. Employers can't unsee that. Does that create its own legal issues? Like, is there a problem for employers if they know that some of the job applicants are vaccinated and, uh, you know, they can't, like I said, they can't unring that bell? I think that the answer is, I think it's probably okay, especially because there's, it's just incomplete information is the long story short. I think that there could be, one attorney said, of course, it's legal to consider vaccine status. Vaccine mandates are legal. Why not just have a yes or no? Do not have them have any other information moving forward. Don't categorically weed them out, but you're allowed to consider it. It is it is kind of a complicated issue. I think that I, I, I did not predict in my story that there would be a wave of litigation over this issue, but I, I think it's more of a sign of the times that people don't really know how to navigate these things. Like you said, it's very unusual to include anything about your medical record on your resume. So we're kind of confronting something pretty unprecedented. Yeah, definitely. All right. Finally, let's sort of, uh, you know, sum it all up. Uh, you know, if I'm an employer, I'm looking to hire uh, a new, you know, some new employees. Um what should I be doing or not doing? You know, I want all of my employees to be vaccinated, but I also don't want to be sued. Um, you know, it sounds like there's this is just uncharted waters and we don't really know how to do that. Is that is that fair to say? I think so. I mean, I think that an employer, I think the idea of a blanket policy to weed out self-declared vaccinated or not vaccinated workers I mean, it could it could simply it could simply lose out on good talent and to take the legal issues out of it. Yeah. And the, the talent, I'm glad you brought up the talent thing, because that was something that I forgot. But you did write about that in your story that the job market's really hot right now. It is very difficult for a lot of firms to hire the right employees. And, you know, creating more screens for your job applicants seems like makes it, you know, it makes something that's already difficult even more difficult. Right. And job seekers may be including the vaccinated status because they're, they're virtue signaling that they they have the same um, ideals as the company, which could be a really positive thing that if, if you align with the company's mandate. I assume we're talking about people who have mandates and that's why they're eliminating or not because they think, what's the point? Of, of letting this person in. I'm not going to let them work unvaccinated. Uh, and they're, they're just are going to be moving forward. So many of these, com- these complications with that, um, just making sure that we don't run afoul of people's individual rights in, in while they're narrow um, and difficult cases to bring, I think in any employment attorney would advise to, you know, just proceed with caution and with, uh, without, taking such drastic measures at times. All right. Well, that was Aaron Mulvaney uh, with Bloomberg Law's Labor and Employment Desk. Aaron, thank you for coming back on the podcast and thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. That'll do it for today's episode of On the Merits. It was produced by myself, David Schultz, our editor is Cheryl Sines, and our executive producer is Josh Block. 
Reach out to us on Twitter if you have anything on your mind. We use the handle at BLaw. That's B as in I have a bachelor's degree. I do. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. You don't need to be a judge to be interested in our nation's laws and legal institutions. Just like you don't need to have a law degree to be curious about the inner workings of courts, law firms, and law schools. That's where we come in. My name's Adam Allington, and I'm the host of Uncommon Law, a podcast from the Bloomberg Industry Group. Uncommon Law is where public policy, storytelling, and the law are combined. We explore big topics ranging from tech policy to free speech to race and gender diversity. So please give us a listen. You can subscribe and download today. Just search for Uncommon Law wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much.